everyone in the Savage community, Savage Mind Podcast, everyone engaging, participating, whatever stage you're at in the Savage lifestyle, I hope you had a productive week. I hope you had a good and productive weekend. And I hope that you're not dreading Monday morning. And I hope you're looking forward to Monday morning. And there are reasons why that we all, as a society, I'm not saying necessarily me, dread Mondays and fucking live for the weekends instead of launching an offensive attack on Monday mornings besides your fucking job. Man, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're at. Uh, This is a podcast to finish out the week, start fresh on a new week tomorrow, I guess, depending on where you live in the world. I know I have listeners in other parts of the world. Most of my listeners are in other parts of the world, and I really value and I am humbly grateful for that. Thank you very much. It does not matter if you listen occasionally. Dedicated, loyal, consistent listeners are something that you think is a specific subject uh, matter podcast that you want to listen to. It doesn't matter. I appreciate everyone. I just encourage you, if you listen, to go subscribe, please. Remember, I have people that tell me they subscribe. And every subscriber and everyone that listens, I can see. But I get an email when people subscribe or they unsubscribe. And that is your right. Just don't tell me that you subscribe to it, which requires you to come off of about $2.50 a week. If that, when you don't, when you know you don't, because you can listen for free. Some of that's going to change going forward in the future as I switch platforms and as I get my video going. You'll still have the option to listen, but you will have to start subscribing to listen. Uh, again, not about the money, not about money in my pocket. It's so we can reach more people and it's so I can do this more often. Instead of four to, my goal is eight a month. I don't always make that. I average probably four to six a month, somewhere in there, to where I can get to to the point where I can do this five days a week and generate enough funds to be able to do this for a living, uh, along with the other things I do, my ultra running, uh, training, uh, eventually turning my writing into books, speaking, whatever it is. I'll talk about that in another podcast. I don't have to make a lot. I need to be able to make a living at it. And most of the things that I am striving towards is to help other people, uh, whether it's going out and running a shitload of miles for a good cause, uh, Raising money that goes straight to like the last 50 mile ultra that I done and I completed and I all of the most of the money uh, that was raised all for all the runners went to and I did a podcast on this was for the trafficking of human trafficking and uh, trafficking of children and uh, I just did a Push-up challenge this last November, just a few weeks ago, I finished up, or yeah, a couple weeks ago. It was a 3,000 push-up challenge for the month of 
um, November 2022 to raise money for uh, St. Jude's cancer and research for children. And I was glad to do it. It was it was something very small. A hundred push-ups a day is what it came out to to raise money. I think I raised like three or four hundred dollars, and I was grateful for that. It goes to them. It doesn't go to me. But if you'd like to see people like me do this for a living, enough to where I, I still have to survive. I still have to be able to pay my bills and eat and keep a roof over my head. But that's all I'm asking for. So if you believe in this mission, you believe in you understand, for those of you that listen to me or know me in person, you understand my path and and understand my purpose and the mission that I'm on in life, which I will not abandon, then I encourage you to try to support in any way you can. doesn't cost nothing, or if it does cost something, it's very little. So let's talk about that today. Let's talk about purpose. Let's talk about, do we understand our purpose? Do we have a purpose? Do you even know what that means? There's so many different, I have, I'm I'm so much about this because I understand my, I understood my purpose later in life. I accepted it. I owned it. And I engaged and initiated To walk the path of the mission that is in alignment with my purpose. A lot of people do not understand. I feel like most of society does not have a purpose. You are not born with purpose. You are not assigned purpose when you are born and when you come into this world. Regardless of what you've been told, maybe some of you have the definition and the terms of that and what it means mixed up. I know this is hard to hear, but your job is not your purpose. Your family's not your purpose. Does not mean you do not love them. A a, A large majority of people I know think if they do more for their family and their children, a.k.a. enable them, do more for them instead of give them tools to do for themselves, come to their rescue, bail them out, save them, I think that they think, and I know this because I've heard it come out of their mouth, that they love them more than we love our family. There are people out there that do not love their family. For whatever reason is, maybe they don't have that inner connection. Maybe they don't, they they didn't raise their children. Maybe they wasn't around their parents. Maybe they don't know their siblings well. Maybe there was something that happened. There's a list of reasons that we don't even have time to go over today. But it's not for us to tell someone else how much they love their children or family. I think when it comes to spouses and friends, I think your actions prove how much you love each other or how much you love each other or not so much. You don't have to tell people. It shows by the things you do behind closed doors or the things that you do to their face as a disrespect. And I would encourage you to get out of those relationships. And whatever you have to sacrifice to do so, I would encourage that. Life without purpose is a bottomless, empty pit. And a lot of us don't, a lot of people in this world do not find their purpose or understand their purpose 
because there are reasons for this. Gravitating and seeking comforts. I know you hear me talk about this a lot. You're going to hear me talk about it a lot. When you, when you consistently throughout your life gravitate to what's comfortable, what's easy, the path of least resistance, there's no way you can find your purpose. Your purpose is not fucking paying bills. Your purpose is not spending 20, 30, 40 years on a job that you fucking may like or may not like no regardless of how much it pays you or the resources and benefits you have it's not a relationship so you can celebrate anniversaries and continue to be more miserable and more unhappy and more unfulfilled as the years go by that is not your purpose purpose is not consuming purpose is not the next car purpose is not a bigger house purpose is not a higher credit limit Purpose is not fulfilling someone else's dream. As the song says by Cody Johnson, you better chase your dreams because they're not going to chase you back. They're not going to walk up to your fucking door and ask if you're fucking ready. Just like tragedy doesn't. Terrible things that happen to people who may deserve it or not deserve it doesn't walk up to your door and ask if you're ready for it. to. Or, hey, we're, we're here to, to deliver a tragedy. We just want to make sure that you're mentally ready and prepared. If not, we'll come back. That's not the fucking way it works. The same thing with their, your goals and dreams. And if you do not understand and you do not pursue that, then you will never find your purpose. You ever, For those of you that don't understand this, people without purpose are focused on everything else. And they're oftentimes real critical of people who do have a purpose. Their life is usually chaotic, whether they realize it or not. A lot of people that live in chaos do not realize their life's in chaos. It's normal. It's just like a toxic relationship. Toxic couples usually can all can find them all around each other. They hang out. Healthy people, healthy couples do not hang around toxic people. They may for a little while. Hence, we've removed ourselves from a lot of people. And the reason I can read the writing on the wall and I see it almost immediately because I know what I lived in my previous life. I pick up on it fucking immediately. Toxic couples are not going to be found around healthy couples for very long because the toxic couples are not going to remove themselves or the toxic people. It's the healthy people who's going to remove themselves. Kind of like you're not going to find people who are not addicts just hanging out with addicts. You're not going to find people who fucking hammer, people who grind, people who work hard, hang around a bunch of lazy motherfuckers. That's not how it works. You can find these people together. It does not matter. And I always the reason I always go down these, these avenues is because I always can predict what people are going to say. It doesn't mean I'm right. It means I've heard it before. People go back. If, if, if it's saying someone's hating on them or they're critical or they're judgmental, They'll automatically, it's a default setting. They'll bring up what material things they have, how much money they make, what their house looks like, or how big it is, and how long they've been together. All default settings. That's what you say when you don't have nothing else to come back with. It's kind of like insulting your intelligence. It's kind of like asking someone what they do for a living. I relate when people ask people what they do for a living. 
in relation to asking people what their religious beliefs are, their sexual preferences, or what their political stance is. Why do we ask people this so early in a friendship or just on an acquaintance level? Hey, you know, stop you in mid-sentence or before you even really go any further than that or you're whatever, whatever social gathering you meet someone at for the first time or maybe someone else has already told them what they do or what you do or what we do. Why is that? Why not get to know the person or the people first without ever making a judgment call on what they do for a living. You know why? Because you've heard me talk about this. Again, yes, all these things are related. You decide if you're going to let them in your circle, your club, your clique. You decide how much fucking respect you're going to give them. Instead of basing your judge of character, not judgment, off of what kind of people they are. Similar interests. Similar goals. Sharing experiences, growth, whether it's a janitor, it's a fucking CEO, people earn 30 grand a year, or they they earn 300 grand a year. Why does that fucking matter? Because it fucking don't. That's why. We just decide at what category and box we're going to put them in, depending on what they fucking tell us. We should normalize not even asking those things. Or we should normalize as well, calling people out and going, hey, with with all due respect, that's none of your business. Because we're often afraid as a society, if we listen to these people, we might actually gain something from them. We might actually like what they have to say, and we might actually like them, but we can't because they don't earn enough for a living, or they don't live in this neighborhood, or they're this sexual preference, or they're this religion, or they're no religion, or they are gay, or they're... They swing or they're whatever it is. See, that's what we do. And people listening to this, I encourage you to share this because even if you don't do it, you know people who do it or that you've had it done to you. People without purpose are focused on those of us who have a purpose. This is why they're so critical. This is why that they heckle. This is why they always have something to say. Because people without a purpose don't understand those those of us with a purpose. And what happens is people without a purpose are constantly trying to fill the voids and the deficits because they don't. It's to me, it's very unfortunate that you might live your whole life or even die without ever. Maybe you don't. Pursue or able to even if you understand And have an awakening about your purpose later in life. And you don't get to fully complete that, go down that path. At least you started it and you can hand that off to someone else. Because there's no finish line when you have a purpose. There's only what's next. But those people are always focused on us who don't have a, the ones who don't have a purpose are always focused on the ones who do. Kind of like the people who ain't doing shit are always worried about the people who are doing shit. Those of us who fucking live in live action that are doing shit are not concerned with the ones who aren't. The things that we say is to try to get you going and understand that this life is short. And the only thing that matters is what impact we have on other people. How can we leave the world a better place? 
how can we help change lives? And changing lives is not fucking comfortable. It's not supposed to be. Change is not comfortable. But that's what we want. We want to make these changes. We want to live a different life. But we don't want the uncomfortable and the sacrifices to go along with it. So what we do is we gravitate to people who are the same way. That validate our excuses. They reinforce the shit. And we stay away from people like myself. Who that we, our life, when let me understand this, when you understand your purpose, and it is a very clear vision, everything that you do is designed and works around your purpose, not the other way. As in for a large portion of my life, my life revolved a lot around a job because in my mindset of what we were told, what we were persuaded, what we were educated into thinking is that you can't do nothing without it. And you can't do nothing without a job. We're not talking about people who have inheritance, people who are handed stuff. We're talking about for the majority. I'm talking about the majority. This podcast is talking about the majority of people. You have to have it to keep food on the table. You have to have it to keep a roof over your head. You have to have it to get to a job. But most people revolve their life around their job and their family because we're told that's what we're supposed to do. That is not your purpose. If when I un, when I started understanding, I think a lo, for a long time I was in denial about my purpose. And when you fight things like that, and you go against it, and you're not in alignment with who you, the person you are versus the person you could become, you're going to have constant strife and chaos, and you're going to continue to fill those deficits and voids in other ways. That's why you need a new want a new car all the time. Regardless how y'all joke about it and all that fucking stupid-ass sarcasm some of y'all say, that's why you want a bigger house. That's why you think it's a better payment. Don't get me wrong. More resources and more benefits help do other things. It, it, can help do, it can help build your side hustles. It can help build that business you want to go into. It can help you reach your long-term goals. But usually when we think about those goals, we just think about financially. And I'll talk about this in another podcast. No one should show up to save you. No one should come bail you out. No. We'll talk about that later. When we understand your purpose, everything else is built around that. Your job, yes, crazy as it fucking sounds. And it might require you to give up some income, which will require you to give up some luxuries and some comforts. I know... Fucking hold on to your seats. Fucking, I hope you don't have a heart attack on that one. It might require you to relocate. It might re- require you to give up people, to give up some fun, to give up being available, to give up. There's no such, I could call it this. There's no such thing as fucking free time. There's only time. That's all it is. It's just whatever you decide to do with it. It might require you to give up all of those fucking things. And most people aren't willing to do that. Your purpose is not a material object. Your purpose is not your children. Regardless of how much does not, no, no one is questioning, questioning or attacking or insinuating that you don't love your family and your children. I love my children and my grandchildren very much in my family. The ones that are here and not here. Regardless. No excuses. I love all of them. I have different relationships with some of them than I do with the other ones. 
But that's not my purpose. My purpose is not my fucking job. <clears throat> my purpose is not my fucking religion. Because I'm not religious. Maybe some of you are, and that's your right. My purpose is not my marriage and my relationship. It has a lot to do with that. Match up with the wrong partner in life. Everything else will be wrong after that. When you're not struggling, it feels like struggling. But when you match up with the right partner in life, even when you're struggling, it doesn't feel like struggling. Because you're in alignment and you are a team and you are one. And that does not mean that it's more valuable with years. It does not mean it's more valuable with the more assets you have, the more stuff you have. You have to be in alignment with your mind and soul to know what it is that you have to offer this world that you can give back, that you can leave the world a better place, and you can make a difference in a lot, someone's life, no matter how many people it is or how many people it isn't. And what you can offer, the, what can what do you have, do we have to offer the world that can impact someone else? And it doesn't come without discomfort. See, people want to do that but they don't want people not to like them. Again, people aren't necessarily trying to be liked. They're just trying to keep from being disliked. Y'all know that it's true. You can't tell the truth, hold people accountable. You have to pursue. Once you understand your purpose, you have to pursue it relentlessly and unapologetically. And with that is going to come people falling off and situations dissolving and relationships dissolving. And I don't think most of y'all are ready for that. All the sac I just did a little small video this morning. I haven't even posted on this. All the sacrifices. The uncomfortable situations. And your little luxuries you don't want to give up. You, you don't want to make sacrifices. Because it's too uncomfortable. Whatever it is, whether it's a relationship, whether it's getting healthy, whether it's fitness, whether it's career, job path, to understand your purpose. Our jobs, what we do for a living does not mean that's our purpose. There are people out there who that's, that's their purpose, which I often identify that the perfect example of that is musicians. Most musicians, that is their purpose. Some athletes. Actor and actresses. Maybe a handful of preachers. You know what I mean. Small percentage. People who. Are missionaries. People who are soldiers. I can go on down the list. They understood their calling. And they didn't ignore it. When you ignore it. You're going to pay the price. And you don't always see that because it comes in other ways. When we all have some, most of us have something to offer. But I think that we're often in the mindset that it comes assigned to us. Purpose does not come assigned to us at birth. No, no more than wisdom gets assigned to us at a certain age. Y'all fucking understand that? You don't just have those things. They just don't arrive in a package. You don't just get them with your fucking birthright or a certain age. It just doesn't work like that. It's very intimidating to people who don't have a purpose. 
And the thing is, is they may assign certain things and call it their purpose when it's not. My purpose is working 70 hours a week. My purpose is my family. My purpose is becoming a millionaire. My purpose is sending this person to school. My person is getting my kids into college. Them are not your purpose. I encourage you to go self-educate yourself and find the right psychology on that if you don't want to hear it from me. All of those things, I'm not saying they're bad things, but that's still what you, that is wants. That's what you want. That's what you've told yourself in your head you need to do. I'll be happy when I get here. I'll be happy when I get this. I'll be happy when I get to this point. I'll be happy at this stage. And if you cannot be happy in the process and in the journey, then you're not going to be happy when you get there. It's going to be something else. I used to didn't understand that either. This journey I'm on for life is not easy. It comes with a lot of sacrifice. It comes with a lot of doing without. It comes with a lot of struggle and often a lot of suffering. But man, I'm, I, I, we are a power team. So it makes it a lot more manageable and a lot more bearable. Are you willing to go to work for half the pay? Are you willing to go to work for a third of the pay? Are you willing to give up your luxuries? Are you willing to drive an older car? Are you willing to have a smaller house? Are you willing to move back in with somebody? Are you willing to be unavailable? Are you willing to not go to the party? Are you willing to give up some vacations? Are you willing to dress different? Are you willing to tell your kids they can't go to that school? Are you willing to turn down the extra hours? Are you willing to give up all your weekends, if not some of them, half of them? Are you willing to give up a few years of your life? Not just a few, maybe five or ten. If you're not willing to do one of those things or all of those things, then you don't want it bad enough. Thinking about it, talking about it, posting about it does not make it real. And it does not make it happen. And most of the time we can't do that because of the partner we have. It's just like anything. We're too far in. You've already committed to what you've said you would do or what you're about, whether you agree with it and want to be doing it or not. And you can't undo that. Whatever that fucking thing is that's made you who you are, whether it's popularity, whether it's the earner, whether it's materialistically, whether it's the partier, whether it's the dumbass, whether it's the the person who shows up for everybody. You pick a category. Whatever it is, you know yourself if you'd rather not be doing it or you've gotten tired of it. But oftentimes we can't give that up because that's the only way we can get the attention and likes and get the credit. That's the truth. See, if it's if it's those things and that's not who you are and what you want to be doing, you've already committed to it. You don't really want to be going to that church. You don't really want to go to those get-togethers. You really don't trust those people. You really fucking don't like your boss. You really don't feel respected at work or in your relationship. Whatever it is. Not saying everybody, but the large majority of people, statistics show this is this is the truth. But you've committed to it. And you feel like that you have to follow it through because we've been told somehow that it'd be worth it in the end. And what I always say, the end of what? The end of what? 
the end of your fucking life? You think you, for whatever your religious beliefs are, you think you're going to get some fucking reward for putting up with bullshit on this earth? In this life? And what you're doing is showing the next generation that you, you should tolerate and put up with that shit. That t- Look, it doesn't take strength to tough shit out. A bad fucking relationship, a job you fucking can't stand, one or both, getting mentally abusing each other, being fucking lazy, being a fucking addict, getting up every day and going through the motions, fucking hating life, being dishonest to each other, backstabbing each other, going teaching the fucking next generation, it's okay to be fake as fuck. You... We all should be having conversations with our children and our youth and this next next generation to not pursue necessarily the highest paying job, to go after a career because it pays well, to get in student loan debt, to get in a relationship, to stay in a town where we give the perception, the illusion that it's safer. We are often grooming them for the life that we think they should have instead of the life that they want, instead of them getting outside the box, meeting new people. Trying new things, failing, and not always enjoying the journey at the time, but respecting the journey to find their purpose. And if you haven't, if we haven't found our purpose, we often don't know how to tell them or guide them to pursue their purpose. We tell them to do what's more realistic, what's more feasible, what's more likely to happen, relationship-wise, career, and job-wise. How fucked up is that? We want it to be better for the next generation. What do we think that means? How do we translate that? What is our definition of that to them? Is it more stuff? Is it more complacency? Is it the illusion of being more safe? Is it longevity? Longevity of what? If you could live to be a hundred, but you know it, 60 or 70, you're going to live a complacent, dormant life means you're not going to do shit. And a lot of people that I know that have lived to be an older age still didn't do shit. Or you could bargain for 75 or 80, lose 20 years, and you live an amazing life. Which one would you do? What's your life worth? If somebody come offered you $10 million or whatever, put a fucking price on it, whatever it is. But you got to do everything in this life in one year and then you're dead. Would you do it? I hear y'all joke and y'all say a lot of shit y'all don't mean. Most people would say no. But then again, most people put a fucking value on how on money. This is the reason so many people pay the lottery. And material material things never find their fucking purpose, never even understand the mindset and the fucking journey to even get there. And you can't do that staying in that safe that that illusion of that safety net, that complacency, that stagnant place where nothing fucking grows, you will never find your purpose. If someone told you that you would give up your life in a year for $10 million, would you do it? Most of you would say no. But we're giving up our lives for other things every fucking day. We're bargaining. We're letting other people bargain with our life. And we allow it. Life without purpose is a waste. And it makes us angry. It makes us judgmental. And it all stems from insecurities. Because we don't know who the fuck we are. 
And we, we take criticism and judgment from other people who don't know who the fuck they are. Let's talk more about this later. I really want to have people on to talk about purpose. Uh, as I was a guest in the podcast a couple weeks ago, and uh, I feel like I could do that one again. I like to, I want to, again, as guests come on and as we start moving to the next format, people will often be on in relation to whatever subject matter is. And a lot of times I might change what I'm going to do in um, cooperation and uh, out of respect for them and what they want to talk about. This is, it's just me doing it right now. So it's whatever topics I, that I choose to do that day. But as the guests come on, it will be primarily their platform. So I'm going to go for now. Life without purpose is a wasted life. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, fucking Anchor. I need y'all to share and support and go subscribe. We're moving ahead with or without you. But for those that are with us, I very much value and appreciate you. Love all of y'all. Stay humble and live savage.